This episode is brought to you by Starfield. Embark on an epic journey through the stars in Bethesda Game Studios' first new universe in over 25 years. In this next-generation role-playing game, you decide who you are and what you will become. The most important story is the one that you tell. Captain your own ship as you venture through the settled systems, exploring over 1,000 planets while unraveling humanity's greatest mystery. For all, into the Starfield. Visit www.starfieldgame.com to learn more and pre-order. Rated M for Mature. And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, from wrapping up Marvel's Moon Knight, and I'm doing a little bit of a golf clap right now, because technically speaking, I thought the show was lights out. One of my favorite characters. I didn't think Marvel could pull it off, and they did. And Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I saw last night. Also, the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer has just dropped. And also, another trailer. I'm in nerd heaven. For Star Wars Bucketheads, it's the web series, it's a fan series, and it is something that I have been tremendously excited about. And back in 2018, that's when Bucketheads, a Star Wars story, the fan film, was released on YouTube. It was created by Transmute Pictures and their nonprofit arm, the Twin Sun Film Foundation. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. And for more about Transmute Pictures, head to transmutepictures.com. And also for the web series of Bucketheads, bucketheads-series.com. But we're going to get right on into it. My favorite cinematographers and directors, great filmmakers, Andy Brown, Marco Bossow, both on the show with me today. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, Noah, thanks for having us on. Yeah, it's a pleasure. The excitement is eminent. How you doing, Marco? Excellent. How about yourself? Not bad. Like I said, so much going on. If you're excited about Star Wars and comic books, there's so much going on right now. You guys have been hard at work on Chapter 2 of Episode 1, and it's been a while since Chapter 1 came out. And I know the answer is, do you guys just want to put out the best product you can? But what's been taking so long? We're excited. Oh, man, no, you said it yourself. I mean, we always say it, uh, the triangle of filmmaking, you know, good, fast, cheap, and you only get to pick two. And uh, we never sacrifice on the good, and we don't have the ability to sacrifice on the cheap. So sometimes fast goes by the wayside. Plus, there was this whole pandemic thing that happened. <laughs> so, you know, it's certainly given us some challenges to overcome. Um, but I, I really do mean it when I say that Mark and I, uh, maintain consistently that the last thing we want to give up is the quality of Bucketheads. So, you know, we've, we've been hard at work building a lot of original uh, sets and, and different locations and things that we take Nova Squad to in this chapter. Um, and that's really what's, what's taken the time, is just making sure that, you know, we get all the small details right and that uh, at the end of the day, this thing feels like something you could be watching on Disney+. Talk. And, you know, that's really it right there. You guys don't want to put out a cheap product. where, And then the fans aren't even excited about it. You guys are taking your time, making sure you do it the right way. And you guys obviously know your craft. And you're growing as you're doing this, which is so amazing. Is this still considered Ground Zero? Or what's the title of the chapter, if I might ask? Still part of Ground Zero. That's the entire first episode. We're just um, unfortunately forced to release it in three sub-chapters so people don't have to wait three years for the entire episode. Yeah, that was going to be my question a little bit later on, how many chapters were in episode one, so that's great. Yeah, well, sorry for uh, already resolving that, but yeah, it it is three chapters total that make up the entire first episode titled Ground Zero. 
Now, how much time has passed between chapters one and two as there's a big location change? People watch the trailer, which they can find on the Transmute Pictures YouTube channel. You're moving from Endor to what appears to be the cold reaches of space, a Star Destroyer or some Imperial base. It's a little bit more, it's a lot more streamlined, as a matter of fact, and the feeling's a lot darker. Yeah, we so we we say it's about eleven months from the Battle of Endor. Uh, we've we've been you know open about it uh, pretty much from its inception that our series will culminate in the events of the Battle of Jakku, which was about a year after the Battle of Endor. So uh, when we come back into Chapter Two, having seen the Death Star explode in Chapter One, we're saying it's about eleven months later. And you guys are obviously always trying to take it up a level. You guys do cinema quality work, if you ask me, but you're always trying to give the fans something that's next level, keeping it fresh and new. What new excitement or maybe tech techniques can you share with us that's been added to the story this time? I know you have your hands so full, and there's a lot more people that are joining you on the production side along the way as well. Marco, you take this one. I, I, I've got a million answers, but I believe you can answer this one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, in, in terms of new techniques that we were able to utilize this time, we did uh, some virtual production, which was very exciting. We worked with an LED volume, which was uh, most recently popularized by The Mandalorian. Um, uh, I don't know who's seen the uh, Disney behind-the-scenes stuff on Disney+, Plus, but uh, they've, gone, they've gone really hard on just uh, shooting it all in a, in a volume which enables you to put any sort of environment into your studio without having to physically build it. And that enabled us to, exam- for example, take it onto a Star Destroyer docking bay, which was a really exciting process. That's great. Yeah, that is uh, awesome that people can really know what's going behind the scenes. And a lot of people are familiar with bucket heads. When you compare it to The Mandalorian, I mean, that's a pretty big compliment that you guys are trying to use some of the same techniques that makes the Star Wars universe already work from the official standpoint on the fan side as well. Andy, do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, um, you know, like, like Marco said, the Mandalorian did this fantastic job at showcasing sort of a cutting edge technology that was utilized in a different industry, in the video game industry, and how we could port that over to the film industry and tell stories that might otherwise be unattainable, uh, you know, based on budget. Largely, everything always comes down to budget and how much money you have to throw at your sets, at your locations, at your costuming, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we really, we had a great time and, and learned a heck of a lot in exploring Unreal technology and utilizing what is normally, you know, a video game engine uh, in a film setting and, and why that makes sense for us. And we had some amazing technology sponsors as well. We should say that the, the biggest challenge when working with virtual production technology or LED volumes is, is simply the price point for the technology itself. These large, massive, massive volumes. You know, it's, you can imagine what it costs to buy a 70-inch OLED TV. Now extrapolate that into a 60-foot by 20-foot LED wall. Uh, <laughs> you know, these things uh, cost a lot. So we're very thankful to our sponsors, uh, uh, Showmax Entertainment, uh, as well as uh, Peacemaker, E2E, and um, Promosa as well, who helped us kind of build up our virtual production scenes and give us the ability to film them. It's been really cool to, to work with these high-end sponsors. 
Yeah, Noah here on Across the County. Pleased to have Andy Brown, Marco Bossow, cinematographers, directors, and filmmakers. Specifically, what we're talking about today is the ongoing fan web series, Bucketheads, which they're on Chapter 2 of Episode 1. It's going to be released, uh, we'll tell you, a little bit later on. You just got to stay tuned for that. But the trailer is right there on their YouTube channel. Now's a perfect time, actually, to get into it, guys. I was going to mention it a little bit later, but the nonprofit arm that makes this possible is the Twin Sun Film Foundation. And people can come alongside that and support you to actually help get this series made. Whoever wants to take the question is fine, but how can people become a part of this and find out more? We actually have Patreon. It's both. It's important to both of you because you're both chiming in. <laughs> this is this is the challenge of, of uh, three way interviews when uh, we both want to speak on something we're very passionate about. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, this, this project only happens thanks to the fandom that wants to support uh, you know independent uh, film communities as well as independent Star Wars stories. So we're very thankful to everybody that has already gotten uh, on board and wants to help out. And if you're in a position to give, uh, you know, our budget entirely comes from crowdsourcing, from crowdfunding, through our Patreon at uh, www.patreon.com slash twinsunfilmfoundation. Uh, just like Noah said, that's our, our not-for-profit branch. Every dollar there goes directly towards what you see on screen. Uh, we don't even pay for people that help us. It's all volunteers. So really, truly, every dollar that is given to us, we stretch as far as we possibly can. We beg, borrow, steal until we have to pay for something, and that's where those dollars come into play. And that's a beautiful part about this whole process, because you can tell how much every single cast member, crew member, is passionate about the filmmaking process, about the story, and more specifically about Star Wars. Because at the end of the day, you don't, and you're not allowed to, make a penny off this project. And so it's really just because you guys love Star Wars so much. Yeah, I mean, it absolutely is. It's what keeps it going, for sure. The love for Star Wars. That's uh, There's really um, nothing else for us to gain out of that, certainly not financially. Uh, which is why we are just so dependent on uh, people appreciating it and wanting it to continue by helping out in any way they can, be it by volunteering on it, by giving us material donations, or helping us out on the Patreon. Now, you guys had to know this was coming. I was going to ask you a couple of questions specifically about Chapter 2. You guys are going to probably flat out deny everything, which is fine. I still got to ask. With the Emperor being gone, he's done for now, Return of the Jedi has passed. That's where Bucketheads takes place. Do we meet or get hints of the series Big Bad in this particular chapter? In this chapter, I think I think we have to acknowledge in this chapter, you don't meet the Big Bad. However, in this episode, you absolutely will. And this episode is, you know, I think it's safe to say this episode is three chapters long. Uh, we really always wanted to put it out as a full episode. That's the way it was written. That's the pacing that we created with uh, in mind. And the intention is by the time we do Chapter 3, the next chapter to be released, we'll release all of it again as a super cut for the 30-minute piece of television it's supposed to be. Uh, but absolutely, you will meet this individual in Episode 1. It just might not be the focus of Chapter 2. 
Okay, not the focus of chapter two. I love the way you worded that. Maybe your partner can shed some light. Are there hints along the way in this chapter about where this person may or may not come from? I would say so. Um, ultimately, the, the origin of um, this individual is very important to the plot. It's not going to get a definitive answer by episode two or chapter two of what they're doing now, but uh, it, it's going to become clear over the course of the first season. Oh, I'm intrigued. I absolutely cannot wait. But let's get to the real star of Bucketheads, which is obviously the KR-8 droid. All I need to know is, does this thing get more screen time? Oh, so much more. Yeah, yeah uh, he's, he's absolutely always stealing, stealing the, the show. And uh, we are actually really excited that he gets to showcase a whole plethora of, no, of, of more of new abilities in this particular chapter. You, you get to see him some really crazy stuff. That's awesome. Bucketheads-series.com for more on the Bucketheads project. Also, transmutepictures.com on the line with me today. Andy Brown, Marco Basal, filmmakers, and creating this tremendous fan not-for-profit web series called Bucketheads, also with the same name of the fan film they produced right before that, both on their YouTube channel, hit the Transmute Pictures. So you both have been filmmaking a long time. What has the Bucketheads short Star Wars story and series taught you along the journey from both a filmmaking perspective and also a personal one? Andy? Um, I mean, I think in general, one of the biggest things that I've learned from it is perseverance. I really like, uh, not just like, I mean, I love everybody that has come out to assist us and, and help us with this project. And, and at, the, you know, at the core of it, it really just started as an idea that Marco and I felt was worth telling. It was a story worth telling, a concept worth telling. And you can imagine when things are just an idea, there are a number of voices of reason that might describe to you why that doesn't make sense on a business level, you know, why there are better avenues to go about um, projecting your career or things like that. But I think at the end of the day, Mark and I still always feel that the story at the core of Bucketheads is really worth telling. Um, I actually was, I was just talking to somebody about this, how it's become very topical that the, the bad guys in media no longer are brainless, born-to-be-evil individuals, but, um, you know, we, we really, in a lot of stories that are, are coming out now, are giving origins to these evil individuals and why they've chosen these paths of um, immorality and things like that. And I think that is really what's at the core of Bucketheads as well, that we never felt it was, um, it, it never sat well with us that billions of stormtroopers, especially in an era where they're consigned to the military, they're, they're regular men and women, not clones being bred for military service, that these would be people who were born evil. That never sat well. Um, and I think we just wanted to tell a story of, of why good people might choose to do bad things, be coercent, brainwashed, or, you know, otherwise ignorant of a grander picture that Star Wars usually portrays. And I think that's why I've always loved this at the end of the day and why I feel it's noteworthy here on the radio to talk about this project with you guys, because it really is so true, especially even from a real world perspective. I mean, even think about it today with all the evil things that's going on with Russia. But then you think about the people that are fighting within their military. We know almost absolutely nothing about them. Why have they decided to make those decisions 
to fight alongside who some people call an absolute madman. You really have to take that into perspective, too. And some of that we, we may never know. So to get a project like Bucketheads, Marco, and to be able to go a little bit deeper into that and get a different perspective on that, that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, absolutely. That is what motivated this project from the very beginning. That was the central question that we found interesting and that we wanted to um, build our story around. Absolutely. Did you learn anything personally or professionally? Obviously, this is a labor of love. Again, uh, this independent project, Marco. But what about you? Did you learn anything? Oh, tons. Absolutely. I mean, professionally, I couldn't have asked for a better opportunity to um, just build a TV show from the ground up and learn everything that goes into making an, an episode of television at a level that normally requires uh, you know, 10 to 100 times the amount of budget that we actually have to work with. But I guess on a personal level, I learned that um, if, you, if you ask people nicely and present them with a, a project that is worthwhile to them creatively uh, and, and um, professionally, then they are likely to, to help you out if, if they see the, the value of it and, and that, that, that it is actually worth, worthwhile. They will put in the time and, and the effort to, to make it into something remarkable. And we've been so fortunate that we, we found a large group of people that has the skill uh, and, and saw the value in, in, in what we're doing. So we actually get to make this. Well, I'm glad that you guys have got the opportunity and that you are just such in love with this project. And the trailer, again, is on your YouTube page. And now that people have bared with us and learned a little bit more about Chapter 2, about why you guys are doing this project, let's tell the audience that they can tune in on the Transmute Pictures channel on YouTube May 25th, which is 45 years to the date since the 1977 original. That's pretty cool and find chapter two of episode one. And then also, uh, it's the official release date for the official Star Wars show, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Honest question, what were you thinking? The competition now is huge. I think we were thinking we'd piggyback off the competition, seeing as we're all in the same universe, and that uh, uh, a love for Star Wars from the fandom would share itself you know, to our, our small large-scale project. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, is it actually the 25th or the 27th? I rem, Now I'm rem, remembering there was an announcement. Uh, I saw a commercial somewhere out there with Ewan McGregor, and he was talking about it being pushed back two days. Is it the 27th now? Yeah, That's 27th. Correct. They, yeah, they, they, they moved Obi-Wan to the 27th, and that gave us the opening we needed. <laughs> oh, you guys are sly. Got, you guys are sly. Two episodes. We get two episodes of Obi-Wan when it comes out now because they pushed. Uh, twist my arm. I'm, I'm going to be in, in such negative spirits because I have to watch two episodes of the show I've been waiting for for so long. It's going to be amazing. Right. I think, I think we feel the same way. I hear Obi-Wan and Anakin are going to come, uh, come together once again. So, you oh, know, and when you hear uh, Vader is going to be in it for at least half of the episodes, that's a pretty awesome thing, too. Yeah, absolutely. So back to Bucketheads real quickly. We're wrapping up. But have you guys already started work on Chapter 3, the final chapter of Episode 1 of the Bucketheads web series? Yeah, we're just getting into the design phase right now, Marco. Tell them, tell them a little bit about what's to come. Yeah, for sure. We, we have some new exciting locations that, that we're going to that are currently being designed by our uh, set builder team. Um, we have an amazing 
new um, space fight that uh, I'm just going to drop that here. Uh, that is currently being designed. We already have like animatics for for that, so that's way uh, well under underway, and it's going to be a very very intense third chapter that is going to be longer than both chapter one and chapter two. Oh, that's exciting stuff! And then I can't wait for the supercut, which will eventually come out for all three episodes. It'll be nice to watch it streamlined back to back to back. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we wanted to make sure that people saw, you know, the way it was always intended to be. The way it was written was five 30-minute televisions of uh, participant television, five 30-minute episodes of television. Uh, and, you know, we, it's, it's important to us that uh, that pacing kind of remains intact and that we, we get that to the fans the way it was supposed to be. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining me on the show today. People can go to transmutepictures.com, find out about the commercial things you guys do, bucketheads-series.com to find out about this ongoing web series currently in Chapter 2 of Episode 1. And one more time, let's give out how people can find out more and come alongside the nonprofit Twin Sun Film Foundation. And if you want to drop uh, also a comment here at the end of the show on maybe what you felt this entire process has, at the end of the day, brought you to, in just a couple of words, share that with us as well. This entire process, what has it brought me to? Well, it's brought me, I think, just to being a better filmmaker uh, and a producer, quite frankly, and how to bring the community together to tell what we think are relevant stories. I can very much resonate that. We, we sort of got to live a, a Star Wars dream as filmmakers, where we really get to play in that um, sandbox that um, Disney owns these these days and tell our own story like few other people uh, were, were, were able to. So we're just grateful for that. And Andy, where can people come alongside the Twin Sun Film Foundation? I have a Patreon. Yeah, absolutely. So the whole project, uh, again, we're not for profit. Every dollar that's donated to us goes like literally directly on screen. Uh, so if you're in a position to give, you enjoy the project or what you're hearing or seeing, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash Twin Sun Film Foundation. Um, that is our not-for-profit Patreon where you can support the project. And everybody who does also, you know, depending on the level, the, the tier that you come in at, you get some additional goodies, whether it's um, a special artwork that we only release to the Patreon. Most of the time this comes from uh, recognized, renowned artists as well. We often work with Shane Molina, uh, who's done some very, very high-quality uh, Star Wars artwork. Uh, as well as like additional BTS goodies and, and just fun behind the scenes content that we don't necessarily release to the general public, but we do allow those Patreons an, an additional eye into the process. Well, I want to thank you guys for the, from the bottom of my heart for coming on across the county, sharing your passion for Star Wars and why you've made the project. A little sneak peek into Chapter 2. We'll definitely have you back on, maybe get some reaction once Chapter 2 has come out about what the fans have said, what you thought the reaction has been. And I'm very excited to come alongside you guys whenever I can. Best of luck to you both. Awesome. Thank Thank you so so much, much, Noah. This has been awesome. Noah here and across the county. Again, come alongside them. TransmutePictures.com, BucketHeads-Series.com. Check out their Patreon, the Twin Sun Film Foundation. They're coming out with Bucketheads, and you can see Chapter 2. It's coming out May 25th. 
Is your check engine light on? Let our professional parts people scan and diagnose the problem for free. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.